Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Welcome back to Second Member Radio on the Great Outdoors. Why would we be playing that song? Well, because we've got uh, our friends from Responder Rescue on the phone, and they are uh, we're helping them out with their raffle this year to raise money for the organization, and nothing uh, makes me happier than doing that. My friend Pat Byrne is uh, on the phone, and Pat, welcome into the show. Good morning, Mark. Hey, great, great, to, great to get you on here this morning. You know, I know uh, last year we were able to uh, help you out with this raffle. We we shocked ourselves. I think we raffled off uh, with our friends from the range, St. Louis West, uh, an AR-15 style rifle, and uh, it was a great success. We raised twenty five grand, I think, uh, for yeah. what you guys do over there. That was fantastic. So we're we're giving it another go this year. I'm I'm so happy we can help you out. Oh my gosh, we look forward to this time every year. It's such a great fundraiser and people enjoy it and you guys get behind it and uh it's great. Pat, I know that uh, Mark was uh, Mark was shocked last year at the ticket sales, especially that final surge that happened. Yeah. Uh that that had to have been a boost to everybody at uh, uh Responder Rescue. Can you can you tell us how important that money is uh, for what you do? Oh, it's, you know, people ask us and talked about it, you know, uh, what do we, you know, do and how do things come up? And I always say it seems like uh, the money we get donated today gets used tomorrow. Yeah. It's, uh, Mark has been doing this now for a few years and, um, you're just surprised at the different issues and things that people suffer with that nobody even knows. Yeah, you know, I I would uh, I talked to your wife Lisa the other day who does such a great job for you guys as well and um, tried to get her on the radio today and she was she pushed it off on you. She said she was trying to build up her nerve. Uh, <laughs> I think she'd be a natural, but I I couldn't talk her into doing it, Pat. Uh, she is. <laughs> so she told me that she currently had a stack of requests on her desk with people asking for help. So when you talk about the money coming in and going right back out, 
we were able to feature on my radio show on 97.1 a couple of months ago a local uh, officer who was forced to quit her job because of uh, some awful uh, TMJ in her jaw, temporomandibular joint disorder that was um, apparently she had arthritis on top of that and it kind of focused on her jaw. She was having to have a jaw I don't know about replacement, but certainly some just horrible surgery that she had to have, expensive surgery, that insurance wasn't going to cover. And that's an example of one of the things that you guys were able to step in and help out with, right? Yes. Um, And that's basically, you know, um, once all your resources have run out, that's when we come in if we can you know if it's something we can help with we're you know we're more than happy to try to help um this particular uh girl she uh had this disease it's disfiguring it's uh actually it she had you know months to live if she wouldn't get this surgery and you know, you hate to say it, but today's medical, you know, world and the world we live in, you know, everything costs money. And sure. even if it's life threatening, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's still going to cost money. And that's what's going to take to fix you. Yeah. Well, I know. Pat Byrne I- from First Responders Rescue is our guest. And uh, Pat, I wanted to ask you um, if you have a. Uh, a, a rookie on as a first responder or a seasoned twenty-year vet. Does it matter? Are you helping everybody at any category as a first responder? Yes, pretty much. It you know, your first day is the same as your last day. Doesn't matter. It, it can uh, you know only takes one call for you know something to happen or you know we don't even know. It could be. You know, at home, it could be, uh, you know, a tragic illness that comes out of nowhere. And, you know, everybody thinks, you know, first responders are tough and they have to smile in the face of adversity. And it's very tough. And it's very tough to get first responders to ask for help. It's true. And, you know, I I would point out the difference between backstoppers. I mean, obviously, uh, with with guns and hoses coming up, this is a big fundraising month, uh, typically for the folks at backstoppers. Um, My father-in-law was a police officer, uh, good friends with uh, the gentleman, uh, Mr. Patel, who runs that organization. We know a lot about it. They're there for families when people die in the line of duty. Uh, And and the difference with Responder Rescue is that they're they're there for people who haven't passed away, but they've gotten an injury or fallen on hard times for some reason related to their job, and that's when you guys are there to step in. How do you evaluate uh, the cases where you can help? Um, you know, it. Uh, we've been fortunate that most of our cases, people understand kind of where we come in at, and even if they, they're un- unsure they can call the office, talk to Lisa, and, uh, you know, see if it is something we can handle. And we're just like anybody else. You know, if we have money coming in and we can afford it, we, we try. Um, we're constantly trying to raise money to help these individuals. We don't know if, 
we'll have one person call today, 20 people call today, or zero. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to talk about the raffle. Now, I don't remember last year uh, of you guys having three separate prizes. Yeah, Did you do that last year? No, we, we've we added, we've sweetened the pot, I think is one yeah, way to look have. at it, right, Pat? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I would say that. <laughs> yeah, pe- people who people who listen to, to my show are familiar with uh, what I do in 97.1. I also have a separate podcast called The Mash, which is a bourbon-only podcast. No politics, no nothing else. We just talk about bourbon, which happens to be one of my uh, favorite pastimes. And I got to thinking, you know, uh, there's probably a whole nother other uh, audience out there that would love a chance to win something other than than a gun uh, that this would interest them bourbon is huge right now so you know I, I was talking to pat and lisa and i'm like hey what if we could get some people to donate some really nice bourbon for a oh, basket yeah. this year and it's a, it's huge in the community uh, throughout across the country right now so we put together one of the prizes the alcohol portion of the ATF raffle includes Blanton's and Eagle Rare and E.H. Taylor and some of these really well-known hard-to-get bourbons that you have a chance to win. There'll probably be nine or ten or maybe even more than a dozen bottles. I, I've still got donations coming in for that right now, So, but but I can tell you a little bit of what's in there. It, it's it's going to be a great prize. Now, the first, the first ticket pulled on the 23rd of November will be... Uh, that person will have their choice of the three, and then oh, the second. I love that. Then the second ticket that gets pulled will have their choice of the two remaining prizes, and then the third ticket pull will get the third whatever the third prize happens to be. So we also have tobacco. I thought uh, for the ATF, we went out to Lit Cigar Lounge in Chesterfield. Uh, uh, Brian Schneider, who runs that, was more than generous. He donated a bottle of his Barrel Pick Old Elk uh, single barrel bourbon to the bourbon uh, basket and he also donated a box of 50 cigars that are kind of hard to get your hands on it's a um a havana v Veruco blue number two they're there's it's valued at six hundred dollars for these 50 cigars so that that's a great prize and there's a lot of people in the cigar community i think that are going to be interested in that and then and then there's the the uh, gun that's been volu- uh, donated once again, I should say, by the friends at the Range St. Louis West, and that is an Angstad Arms UDP nine pistol uh, with a brace on it. And and the range has donated that. The winner of that would obviously have to go through the form forty four seventy three and the background check and everything at the range in order to to claim it. But those are the three prizes. It's our ATF raffle, right, Pat? So it ought to be big. Yes. Yes. This should be a uh, this should be a, a good year for it. This will be a, a fun one. Hold on, they they changed the department. It's ATF and E, isn't it for what? explosives? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think state, about that. Hey, <laughs> let me call Dickie Bub or Buckeye. They've got Tannerite that they can uh, they can put a basket of that together. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh can my it, goodness! Can it be modified? Can it be modified if we if we can get that done? No, not. Well, I don't think we're going to go there. We've already talked to the lawyers. The lawyers have approved this. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, well, we'll work on that for next year. <laughs> so, so, so just let me point out, you can go to responderrescue.org. Uh, you can go to 971talk.com slash Cox, which is my webpage for 971. Uh, and both of those places will take you to the link 
that you can click on to buy the tickets. You can get one ticket for 10 bucks. For every five you buy, we'll give you a bonus ticket. And my understanding is we started on November 1st, Pat. We've already had somebody mm-hmm. buy a thousand dollars worth of tickets. Yeah, baby. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. So uh, we hope that we get more people like that because our yeah. are clearly adding sweetening, sweetening the pot to three winners instead of one. I was hoping we could crush last year's total of 25,000, uh, and I think we're going to do it. That's great. Yes, I, I have all the faith <laughs> in you. <laughs> Well, it's, just so uh, people know, we're going to be talking about it all month on my radio show. Uh, I've got it up on my Facebook page. And then on November 23rd, we will draw the winner at 12 noon. We're going to do, I'll do a, I'll take my show live on Facebook, the Facebook Live uh, for the Mark Cox Morning Show. And we will go out there and we'll pick our three winners. We'll announce their names on Facebook. And then, of course, we'll have their contact information. And folks at the range or somebody from Responder Rescue will reach out to them to make sure we get them uh, their prize. So and remember, it, yeah. uh, it's pronounced Bo Matthew when you call out that winner. <laughs> oh my yeah. God! I would be exciting. happy with any of those any of those three items. Unfortunately, I'm not eligible. I'm just I'm just the radio guy helping promote the thing. So that's it. Right. <laughs> well, pass around the information. That's great stuff, Pat. Great talking to you again, and uh, keep up your great work for our first responders. Uh, it's a, it's a great mission you guys are on. Oh, thank you. We we couldn't do it up, Mark, and everything you guys have done for us. Pat Byrne, uh, look, I look forward to seeing you soon, my friend. Thank you. Okay, thank you. You bet. Yeah, I, I, great to get Pat on here. Uh, RespondaRescue.org, again, 971talk.com, 971talk.com, uh, and then put slash Cox, and you will see the link right at the top of my page. We'll make that easy for you. Uh, you could also, if you if you go to the range at all, the range, St. Louis West, 14803 Manchester Road, out in Baldwin, you can buy tickets in person out there, like in the store, if you happen to go out there for some reason. But it's just as well easy to buy them online. Uh, buy early and often. Act like you're a voter in Chicago. Buy early and often, because <laughs> we need to crush this $25,000 goal. And we'll we'll work on the uh, the legal team as far as the Tannerite and maybe maybe a fireworks package. How about that for the explosives? That, That'd be good. Some M eighties. That would be better if we can get something like that donated. Maybe we can add it. Planning ahead. Planning ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Bo. Looking right. forward to it. Yeah. Thanks for your support. Uh, we hope we can. We'll keep talking about the raffle. We've got till the twenty third, and uh, we th- we think this is going to be huge. Oh, yeah. Huge it is. All right. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you for listening. Share the show to anybody that you know that loves Second Amendment and the great outdoors. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next weekend. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.